Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 11th of January. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's go straight to the scores on the doors overnight. Uh, We did see the Dow Jones closing up 186 and a half points or 0.56 percent to close at 33,704. It had a high of 209 points up and a low of 96 points down. So a slightly narrow trading range. Again, we are awaiting, of course, later this week, US CPI numbers. NASDAQ, though, doing well. We are seeing some buying in some of the bombed out tech and other stocks that really didn't perform well in 2022. So there is a bit of mean reversion buying coming at the moment. NASDAQ was up 107 points or 1.01% to 10,743. The S&P 500, as usual, in the middle for diddle, up 0.7 of a percent, 27 points to 39.19. The VIX volatility index, a big loser last night, down 5.7%. But I wouldn't read too much into that. 2065 on the VIX and the S&P ASX 200 SPY futures showing up 30 points at the moment. So uh, a positive day in store for us after the 20-point loss yesterday. So uh, that uh, certainly will be the big factor today, and we will see how we fare. But uh, certainly U.S. markets doing better. The U.S. 10 years, 3.61%. Two years, 4.25%, so still that uh, bond yield curve inversion. The US dollar index slightly higher by 0.23 of a percent. Over in Europe, uh, European markets weaker. We had the S&P, or well, the stock 600, down 0.6. FTSE down 0.4. Germany down 0.1. France down 0.5 of a percent. Uh, the NASDAQ uh, was the big winner last night. That has now rallied for the past three sessions as optimism over the cooling inflation has pushed investors into those beaten up stocks. It's the first three-day win streak since November. Looking at US stocks in a little more detail, we had Apple up half percent, Meta doing well up 2.7 percent, Google up half percent, Microsoft up 0.8, Amazon up 2.9, Tesla, sorry guys, missed out, 0.8 percent, Netflix up 3.9. In the US banks, JP Morgan up 0.9. We had Goldman up 1.24%. Wells Fargo pretty much unchanged and some news coming out of them, which we'll touch on in a minute. And uh, we also saw Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 1.4% last night. Looking at commodities uh, last night, we had copper uh, pushing a little bit higher. Uh, That uh, had well, it hit its highest price since June. So uh, that's uh, the highest price since June the 17th, which is my son's birthday. Copper was up 0.8 of a percent. Uh, nickel up 0.1. Aluminium up 1.4. Zinc down 0.1. Lead falling like the proverbial down 1.8. And ton up 0.2 of a percent. Oil price is better on the back of uh, some optimism on the Chinese opening. Let's not call it reopening. It's now open. Uh, Brent up 1.9% to $80.38. 
Oil WTI 75.06 up a dollar 34, 1.8, and gold. Despite the U.S. dollar index pushing a little bit higher, uh, the gold price pushing up a 0.5 of a percent, 18.77 in the gold price there. In terms of uh, our stocks overseas, BHP and ADR terms was up 1.8 percent, Rio up 1.97 percent. Other international miners, Freeport McMoran up 4.4 percent, Alcar up 5.4, Tech down 1.6, Anglo down 2.5. Glencore down 1.6, Vale doing well, up 2.5%. Albemarle in the lithium space, going nowhere in a hurry, down 0.04% there. We did get some uh, US economic news last night. The Well, I guess this is the Atlantic Fed's GDP Now tracker, showing a growth of 4.1% for the fourth quarter. That is an improvement of 0.3 percentage points. So it does seem as if the Fed, with 3.5% unemployment and 4.1% annualized GDP growth, is not really doing much as the moment with those interest rate rises. Uh, Paul Tudor Jones, BTJ, billionaire investor, he says he's optimistic on the stock market, saying the Federal Reserve is likely will not break the economy. And in other news, we are seeing job cuts, not obviously showing up at the moment in those job numbers, but Coinbase is cutting 20% of its staff. The stock pushed up higher on the back of that. And Bed Bath and and Beyond also cutting more staff. And Wells Fargo, which once was the number one player in mortgages in the US, is stepping back from the housing market Instead of its previous goal of hitting as many Americans as possible with its mortgage products, it will now only offer home loans to existing bank and wealth-managed customers and borrowers in minority communities. So that's a big move for them. Uh, JP Morgan has said Meta seen as the best 2023 internet bet and Netflix the worst, according to them. According to the survey, 41% of respondents named Meta as the company they expect will perform the best this year, followed by Amazon at 36%. E-commerce expected to be the best performing subsector. In other news last night, Saxo Bank's uh, analyst there said the focus for gold will be the US CPI on Thursday, and the next major hurdle will be 1896. Um, they do say, well, the JP Morgan analyst Greg Shearer says the risk is skewed to the upside. Today, big day for Australia. We do get Australian inflation. Uh, 7% is the number we are expecting, or at least ANZ is expecting that. Uh, the expect, bank expects mean trimmed inflation for November to lift 5% on the prior year period. There will be an upward pressure from flooding, but downward pressure from easing global supply chain constraints. Um, in October, CPI rose 6.9%, and retail sales also out today. The ANZ economics team expecting 0.6% month-on-month rise from December, and quarterly job vacancy data is also due to drop at 11.30. The Treasurer has asked the ACCC, the ACCC, to investigate bank deposit rates. They seem to be unfair, they say, maybe not raising those deposit rates as quickly as they raise mortgage rates. Well, who would have thought that? Champion Iron has been downgraded to hold from a buy at Canaccord Genuity. And Brian Johnson at uh, Jefferies says ANZ takeover of Suncorp Bank should be blocked. JP Morgan has upgraded IAG and downgraded Suncorp. 
Chevron's Wheatstone gas plant is limping to a restart. Expected to start restart production at its WA plant Wheatstone on Tuesday. That was yesterday, uh, with the state facing a 25% fall in domestic supply and leaning on storage. And in other news, Talga Group and Verkor have signed a non-binding letter of intent for Swedish battery anode supply. Good news for them. Nothing else very exciting this morning. All eyes will be on that data at 11.30. Still pretty quiet out there due to the Christmas and New Year and school holiday break. But uh, volumes will remain relatively light and liquidity thin. But we could see a bounce back in some of the gold miners today, which got a bit of a shellacking yesterday. And uh, we shall see how the rest of the market fares. But the SPY futures up 30, certainly going to help matters uh, there. Question of the day today, what do you think will be the sector to watch in 2023? What will be the gun sector in 2023? Obviously, lithium and coal were two of the biggest moving sectors in 2022. But what do you see as the biggest moving sector in 2023? Hopefully, that is to the upside rather than the downside. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.